Support for KXSF comes from McCarthy's Irish Bar in San Francisco's West Portal neighborhood. McCarthy's is open for back deck, socially distanced seating, food from Franco's Latin Table, and drinks. Enjoy a pint and some sports on the big screen, or just chill under the heat lamps. McCarthy's Irish Bar is located just up from the tunnel at 46 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. How you doing? Really, how are you doing? I ask because I think you deserve a little sonic self-care before the weekend starts. And that's just what I've got lined up this morning on... West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call. KXSF 102.5 FM. As a young girl Louis Vuitton With your mother On a sandy lawn Good morning, good morning, good morning. MJ back again on this Friday morning with an embarrassment of musical riches to share today. I've got two guest artists, both of whom have just released their debut LPs. First... The captivating and enchanting cellist, vocalist, and composer Mia Pixley of Oakland with a sound that embraces you in a warm, melodic vibe that's heavenly. In the daylight, it goes, it goes, it goes. That's Mia Pixley, and she'll be live to chat and dive deep into her music starting at 1030. Then in my second hour, Bay Area Quartet Flora Flora joins me to explore their new LP and chat about how they decided to blend indie, jazz, and pop into a tasty sonic smoothie. That's Flora Flora, and they'll be joining me both in studio and virtually at 11.15. But first... Let's get this sonic spa treatment started with a man who needs no introduction. From his posthumous LP, Welcome to America, recorded in 2010 and released just this morning, it's Prince. Check it one, two. Mm. I hitched the train, mm-hmm. came here St. Paul, Whoa. had no idea, no. had sleep in a big star, once I got home.
We're about to let this thing just
Okay, I know it wasn't just me. Huge Steely Dan vibes off that song. That's the Mild Mild High Club, who is an artist by the name of Alex Breton. That's me, myself, and Dollar Hell. From his third album, As Mile High Club, uh, that's his, his psych pop from the Midwest of Chicago. He's going to be touring in L.A. and New York. No other dates yet. Uh, great song. Before that, you heard Ghost from Maston off Souvenir. Uh, he's the L.A.-based uh, project. He has been doing, like, lounge music. He's influenced by lounge music and 70s European films, so that was awesome. Uh, the Before that, you heard Pfizer by Gabriel Sayer who uh, found fame on Vine and then kind of disappeared when Vine kind of disappeared and then uh, uh, reappeared working on sincere music projects. And that is uh, off uh, a new single, and I believe he's working on an album. And I started the set off with Prince off the posthumously released this morning Welcome to America LP from The Vault, recorded in 2010. It's Prince's uh, political album, if you can call it that, on race, social justice, technology, media, all sorts of stuff, and it's probably even more relevant today than it was in 2010, and it's probably going to get actually more play and more attention than it did in 2010, so yay. Prince. You are tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM streaming at KXSF.FM. Welcome, welcome, welcome. A foggy day here in the Bayview. I've got a just a terrific show today. Coming up at 1030, I have Mia Pixley joining me. She is the cellist and uh, vocalist from Oakland with a brand new album called Margaret in the Wild. We're going to chat and dive deep into that album. Then at 1115, another guest artist, Flora Flora will be joining me. So I've got lots ahead, so don't go away. Drawing from his life work, absorbing the vast terrain of all recorded music each week, Gage Kennedy expertly curates bespoke programs which lean rock but reveal connections between genres, eras, continents, and cultures. Plus, he always includes long sections that sound like an old motor sputtering or ominous, crackly, metallic static. It's off the hook. Fridays, one to Four on KXSF LP 102.5. Hey, this is Henry Chadwick from Henry Chadwick. KXSF has been supporting local businesses and providing a platform for tons of local artists and bands such as myself. But they need your help to keep doing what they're doing. 
Donate online now at kxsf.fm. Thanks for supporting the local music scene by supporting nonprofit community radio, KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. We are definitely here for local business and local uh, the local music scene. So, you know, where else are you going to get it but true San Francisco Community Radio? Continuing on with brand new music released recently, this is Robert Finley with a Dan Auerbach-produced uh, album. This song is called Country Boy. Remember, Mia Pixley coming up at 10.30. 
That's kind of been my earworm for the past couple of weeks. That's Robert Finley off a brand new album called Sharecropper's Son that was produced by Dan Auerbeck, the Black Keys frontman. Just an awesome song, Robert Finley with Country Boy. And because Jerry's birthday is this Sunday, you know, from 8 to 10, I had a dedicated show. But right now, I'm going to play a brand new song from saxophonist Dave McMurray and the great, great Betty Levette doing a cover of Loser. And yes, it features Bobby Weir in here, too. So this is kind of my happy birthday, Jerry song. Every ace I'm thrown I could arm a town Size of Abilene Don't push me, baby Cause I'm moaning low And you know
everybody's bragging Drinking that red wine Now I can tell the king of diamonds By the way he shines The great Betty Levette with Dave McMurray, the saxophonist, and their cover of Loser featuring Bob Weir. Happy birthday, Jerry, on Sunday. It is 10.30, and you are tuned in to KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 FM, streaming online at kxsf.fm. And we're going to start our guest artist segment this early uh, today at 10.30 because I've got two guest artist segments today. And the first up is a tremendous classical and pop and jazzy cellist by the name of Mia Pixley, who has a brand new album out called Margaret in the Wild. It is just tremendous. We are going going to be talking with her in just a moment but this is a song off at first this is in the daylight sit and soak it in everybody it's fantastic in the daylight
think you can see why I was so taken with this album when it was released last Friday. I got home from doing my show and for some reason I found it and I have been listening to this album ever since. It's called Margaret in the Wild and the artist is Mia Pixley. And she joins me live right now in Oakland. Good morning, Mia. Good morning, MJ. I'm assuming you're in Oakland. I, I just made, kind of made that assumption. Well, actually, I'm given these times, I'm actually in the Pacific Northwest right now visiting my mom. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, where in the Pacific Northwest are you? Um, Portland. Portland. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've lived in Portland for years, so, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. Um, oh, cool. uh, the album is fantastic. Fantastic! I almost said the F word in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to, had to hold off there. Um, when did you record it? Where? When? When? I recorded it last year, uh, around this time, actually, the summer, uh, July 2020. Yeah, during smack dab during the pandemic. And um, Miriam Kudus was the sound engineer, and she actually co-produced it, too. And she was super woman about you know covid protocol and yeah it was uh, a really loaded time to record an album and it felt really good to do it then actually and you recorded in the east bay uh, we recorded actually both in the east bay and san francisco at this studio called tiny telephone oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, we were the last people to uh, record in the san francisco location wow have they resumed do you know uh, well, the Oakland Tiny Telephone is still live and well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you have been very busy lately, I noticed. I mean, uh, you're A, you're a classically trained cellist, and you've been, I, you know, f started following you on Instagram, and you've been doing things at, was it MoMA or the De Young, in which you uh, accompanied some artists and whatnot? I mean, you've been busy, busy, busy. Yeah, it's felt really, it's felt really fun. Um, yeah, that was a collaboration between the De Young and Mercury Soul. And Mercury Soul is a nonprofit arts organization that brings classical music and kind of uses it with um, like DJ sounds and beats and things. And then also um, just to non-traditional classical setting, non-traditional settings. And so they reached out, the Mercury Soul reached out to me to do a collaboration with them and the De Young, which was sort of to bring local artists, local musical artists to the De Young and use the space, um, particularly with the social justice orientation. So that's how that project came to be. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Well, and then working with um, Kimberly Olivier, who was a dancer with SF Ballet, Mercury Soul brought her in, so it was also like a dance collaboration and a museum collaboration. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, and and you have a day job. I got a day job. And but, and you do, and I want to ask you what your day job is because I'm going to bring the conversation around to something else. Your day job is as a. I'm a psychologist. I'm a psychotherapist. I have a PhD in clinical psychology and. I work as a psychotherapist. Yeah. So, the, the, and the reason I said I wanted to bring that up is one of the things I got so much out of listening to your album is I felt it was so soothing and healing. And I wanted to talk about the intersection of art and our mental health at this, at this stage in the game, because frankly, I think we're all a little damaged. 
oh, I was like, oh hell, hell yeah, <laughs> you can say hell, hell is okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel that art is incredibly powerful tool for healing. And I, you know, I'm not trained as an art therapist, I'm, or a music therapist, but I, I do work with a lot of people who have artistic practices and, um, you know, we often incorporate it in the work together in psychotherapy. Um, and then just in my friendships, um, my, those friends who are artists, I, we also sort of, you know, talk about you know, what we're both working on and how this reflects sort of struggles that we're having. And yeah, it's just a wonderful way of, of making meaning and representing and playing. You know, um, I think art is also so much about playing, which is healing in itself, too. Do you feel like, um, you know, from both ends, as an artist, it's healing because you get to put it out there. And as a for me, as a, you know, as a pure fan or listener, uh, it's where I went to. Do you think coming out of this whole thing, we're not out of it. Let's, you know, make that clear. But um, that art is going to gain a bigger appreciation, Um, you know, instead of being taken for granted, like we took it for granted for so long. I really, really hope so. I really hope so. Because it is also a point of connection and a connection that we can also mediate. You know, we don't have to feel overwhelmed by something. We can engage if we choose in terms of the consumer of art or the taker in of art. And um, I really hope people, and just as I hope people are appreciating nature more. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We need to get get off our phones and get on, you know, get back to what's important, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, I'm going to play another cut off the album called Watering. Do you want to set this up for us? Well, this is a perfect example of like the power of, of, of music and um, music to connect and to inspire and watering is a song that I was inspired by these uh, three beautiful singers that I met at conservatory Chastity, Jasmine and Aubrey beautiful singers and so I wrote this song and it was for them and yeah Here, like a, this is watering from Mia Pixley off Margaret in the Wild we hold our hope and a watering Hold our hope. 
That's vocalist, cellist, composer, psychologist. Mia Pixley from Margaret in the Wild. That song was called Watering, and Mia is live. She's joining us from Portland, Oregon this morning, but she's uh, based in the Bay Area. But you were, you come from Texas? Yeah, Austin, born and raised. And uh, tell me about how, how you know, not every child picks up a cello. How did that happen? <laughs> University of Texas at Austin had a string project program. I think they still do. I should check that out. But um, that's where I started learning. My sister, who was two years older than me, she started playing the violin at six. And she came home with it. And I was like, yo, where's my violin? Mommy. <laughs> and... Um, they didn't have any more. They're like, sorry, because violin's kind of more popular than cello, unfortunately. And I was like, I'll play the cello. I'll play it. And so. And so, but but at what point did you? I mean, when you say you're classically trained, did you get you? Did you get a music degree at Aus in Texas, or did you pursue it later? Later, yeah. So I took cello lessons, classical cello lessons, through the Suzuki method, and then later on through like just doing like concerto competitions and having more more through my whole childhood. And I remember I couldn't play, I couldn't go outside and play with my friends until I practiced cello. Like my old childhood friends remember that about me. Yeah. Um. So, but then it wasn't until, and then I played through college and took lessons in college and did chamber. Then later in my adult, like in my early 30s, I was like, you know what? Oh, I also got an opportunity to be in an off-Broadway musical. Oh, cool. Just after finishing my pre-doctoral internship. And it was back in New York City. And it was called Futurity. And it was with all these wonderful musician, actor people. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this fills me up in a different way than my clinical work. Yeah, totally. And I was like, oh, I don't want to leave this. And it was, and so I had gotten back on the plane after the production of that Broadway, off-Broadway musical, landed in SF and was kind of feeling like sad and deflated. Um, But then I was like, you know what? I think, I think I'm going to apply to a conservatory. I think I'm going to apply to um, San Francisco Conservatory of Music. And so that's when I applied for their professional studies diploma program in cello performance. And I, uh, applied and went right after giving birth to my kid <laughs> you're a you're a high achiever is what they call it. like yeah I, you've no, got a, a juggling a, you you sound like you're good at juggling a lot of balls i get bored i mean i'm trying to the pandemic taught me to slow down a little bit and so that's something that like i feel my husband and and my kid kind of keep me in check but i just get all these, get so excited with all these ideas and i'm like let's go do this let's go do that so, so because Margaret in the Wild was recorded during the pandemic and whatnot, was your plan always to release it uh, summer of 2021? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't want to hold on to that. It was done. It was a done. It, 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 it was out. a done. Yeah, you wanted to get it out there. Yeah. And did you, did, did you ever have plans, you know, and I don't mean this in a weird way, to, to go and do live shows and tour or something? Or you just wanted to get the album out there and then continue creating on your own? Have you, I mean, have you ever been out there performing your own gigs? I do, I do perform my own stuff, but usually I perform solo and I have like a looper and a whole thing, but Margaret in the Wild, actually part of the, 
project was to play it out with a band as an exercise and sort of being out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have yet to do that. And I've already started another project. <laughs> you, uh, you mean another uh, cello project? Yeah. So you've already written stuff for, for a, a, a new thing. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. you're a busy, busy gal. I, I got a lot of ideas, MJ. I don't that, know. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, and you have to get them out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you know how, you know, you are your own best judge of how much you can handle. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it would be nice to play this album out live with the, some of the musicians because they were just so lovely. And I felt we had such a beautiful time creating it. So it would, I think it would feel really great. And I, I imagine it would all be outside. Like I'm imagining outside kind of wild concerts. Oh, that's, I, it sounds perfect for the music and everything. We're going to play Mama's Got Snacks. And I have oh, to say boy. every single one of these things I fed my kids at one time or another. Um, <laughs> you know, so I really, uh, I really enjoyed this song. And then it takes a turn in the middle. So do you want to set this up at all? This is just a song about Mother Earth and treating her right and trying to thank her a little bit. And yeah, but only a, mom. only a mom knows how many r rice cakes we serve our kids. <laughs> Here's a Mama's Got Snacks. Wherever there's light, there is friction. Wherever there's friction, there is strife. And when there's strife, mom's got snacks. Mom's got snacks. She spreads her arms like branches and drops you a fig. Her belly bulges like a watermelon. She cuts you a Lemon right from our tongue Cause she's got carrots and melons and grapes Cocoa raisins, rice cake Mother knows Just what's at stake She got snacks Nobody thanks her 
What another great song off Mama's Margaret. Whoops. Snacks. Surprise me there. That's Mia Pixley from Margaret in the Wild with Mama's Got Snacks. Uh, just uh, her. It's her debut. It's your debut album. Your debut yeah. project. Like full length. Full I length. Mean, yeah. So when did you start? When did you? At what point did you say I'm going to start like recording myself? When did that happen? Oh, I think that came that really officially came after I finished um, or during my studies at San Francisco Conservatory of Music, their technology and applied composition program. They have a beautiful facility, lots of recording studio. And um, I took some classes in sound capturing and um, yeah. So that was actually one of my projects for my study was to complete, start and complete a EP and so that project that I did was called Inside Under, and it's five songs. And um, I released that under my an artist named Bayalu, which I don't use as much now. But um, yeah, it, that was a really fun project. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. And, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because my memory, if memory serves, when I uh, was listening to it on Apple Music, it listed your music as electronic. Really? I should, yeah, let me see. I, I'll see if I can, Not yeah, but yeah, I, you know, and I don't know if you, you know, when you submit stuff to uh, Spotify and Apple, if they pick the genre or if, you know, was it, uh, who picks the genre? It wasn't there? listed as experimental, usually. It, experimental. it may have been experimental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how do you describe it? Oh, well... <laughs> I describe I it as music. Like experimental, classical, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I usually just say it's experimental, melodic kind of yeah. music. Not that you have to. I, you know, I just, yeah. I just find it. As I said, I, I find it very warm and embracing, and and it's something that that I felt just maybe it just hit me at the right moment. But you, as you said, on, on your website, which is miapixley.com, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, that it connects you to nature and whatnot, and and you know there are two things that we were talking about. Uh, connecting to you know that people need at this point in their life and that is connecting to art and nature and you're doing both at the same time it feels good it feels good keeps me sane I think so people can find you at miapixley.com correct yeah 
in in Bandcamp, Mia Pixley. If you just Google Mia Pixley Bandcamp, if you want to like legit buy my album. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, legit buying it from there and not off yeah. Apple, um, because uh, artists make more money off Bandcamp and Spotify too. Yeah, and Spotify. Yeah, if you want to follow me or you know, because that also helps with algorithms and all those things. And you're you're and you're at Mia Pixley on Instagram, correct? Yeah, on Instagram, it's at Mia Pixley. Because yeah. you have, um, uh, you know, <clears throat> numerous other projects that you do along with other artists and whatnot. So that's a, probably a really good way to keep track of where you are and what you're doing, huh? Yeah, I post a lot of things over there. Yeah, it's the consolidating thing. Yeah. Well, I really thank you for taking the time with me this morning. We're we're getting Mia back to her day job on time today. Uh, but I thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me this morning. And and now that I know you're working on another project, maybe next time uh, you can come into the studio and we can chat and okay, and uh, and and meet in person <laughs> and and schedule it uh, sooner. That'd be cool. awesome. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, set up yeah. this last song, African Prayer. Oh, this is a, a, a prayer that my aunt gave me in, in poem form, and I gifted it right back to her in song form. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, Mia Pixley, Margaret in the Wild, African P Prayer. Thank you so much again for taking yeah, the time today. I appreciate it. It's been marvelous. Oh, thank you so much, and I'm so glad you liked that, the project. You take care and be well. Safe travels. For the children, for they got a long way to go. 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 Let us care for the elders.
That is Mia Pixley off her brand new album, Margaret in the Wild, with African... Uh, Let's see, African Prayer. And it, it is 11 o'clock, and you are tuned in to KXSF LP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Streaming online at KXSF.FM. That was a fabulous guest artist segment, and I thank Mia for joining us. Uh, it's been terrific. We've got plenty more coming up after this. Support for KXSF San Francisco Community Radio is provided by Babylon Burning, San Francisco's oldest screen printer. Babylon Burning is a San Francisco legacy business offering full-service screen printing for your band or company. Located in San Francisco's Soma District at 63 Bluxom Street, Babylon Burning has served the Bay Area since 1976. Their website is BabylonT.com. That's B-A-B-Y-L-O-N-T-E-E.com. And we are going hyper-local right now, which is awesome. We are going to start with brand new music from Mild Universe, a San Francisco music collective. This is their brand new song called Sunday with Maya from Maya and the Revolutionary Hell Yeah on, on bass here. Again, this song is called Sunday, and you are tuned in to KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at KXSF.FM.
Again, that is brand new music from Mild Universe. It's a San Francisco music collective. On bass uh, on that piece was Maya from Maya and the Revolutionary Hell Yeah. Sorry I can't shout out the rest of the musicians. I didn't write them down, but what a great song. It's called Sunday. It's part of a three... um, three uh song ep that was released today so check that out mild universe and uh I've got Flora Flora in the house, or at least in their houses as well on Zoom, and they'll be joining me at 11.15, so stay tuned. You are in tune to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF, and we are in my hyper-local second hour. So stoked to say more new music from one of my favorite artists, Chloe Studebaker, a.k.a. Zelma Stone. She's got a new album coming up in August 20th, I believe. This is a new single off it called Money Honey. Thank you. 
I love her voice. That's Chloe Studebaker, a.k.a. Zelma Stone, with her brand new song, Money Honey, coming from her new album, which I believe is due uh, August 20th. Can't wait to hear it. More new, brand new local music. This is May Powell off her Both Ways Brighter EP. This is Yellow Flower. Got, got quite the chill going this morning. Again, brand new music from May Powell off her Both Ways Brighter EP, that's Yellow Flower. Apologies for the F word that slipped out there. She's not wrong, though. <laughs> and you are listening to KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM, streaming at KXSF.FM. My guest artist segment number two coming up with Flora Flora right after this. Support for the Everything Show is provided by Mr. Musichead. Located on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, it's more than an art gallery. It's a music history emporium 
with hundreds of iconic photographs from all decades and all genres, plus vintage concert posters and album cover art. The racks are filled with signed photos, books, and art prints. Visiting Mr. Musichead will inspire you and offer gift shopping ideas for yourself, family, and friends. MrMusichead.com I am so lucky today to have two local guest artists, and my second one is Flora Flora, Bay Area band that is mixing jazz, pop, indie, rock, all sorts of stuff. This is off their debut album, Canopy. The song is called Save As. To, to forget my own memories, but I started to see that they're still with me. What a tremendous sound from this quartet from the Bay Area. That was Save As from Flora Flora off their brand new EP called Canopy. And I have all four members of Flora Flora joining me via Zoom this morning. Good morning, guys. Hi. So I'm going to have you all introduce yourself um, so that the listener can attach a voice to to a name. And uh, tell me what you do in the band and who your first live show was you ever saw in your life. Jackie, do you want to start? Oh, man. Um, I'm Jackie. I sing for the band, and um, I think my first one was Kelly Clarkson. Um, It was with my friend and our two moms, and my mom kept on asking me why I'm standing up um, (laughs) for the music. (laughs) 
which was a really difficult question to answer. Was it an American Idols on tour thing or was it her touring solo? Just, yeah, Kelly Clarkson solo. Okay. Jeff, your turn. I'm Jeff. I played drums. And the first show I can remember going to was in second grade. A friend of mine invited me to Backstreet Boys on their Millennium Tour. Uh, they were doing some acrobatics in the air. It was very exciting. I enjoyed myself a lot. And where did you see them? Do you remember? It was in my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, there you go. Noam. Yeah, I'm Noam. Uh, I play guitar in the band. Um, I think the first show I remember was going to see Earth, Wind, and Fire with my parents. That cool. was really fun. Cool. And where, where was it? At the Mountain Winery. Oh, yeah. Oh, by Saratoga. oh cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It was super cool. And Nadia. Hi, uh, I'm Nadia. I'm the bassist. I think the first show I saw was Lord. And I was like 16 and Arcade Fire was playing too. It was, it was a bunch of people. Yeah, very 2010s. And where did you see her? I think it was at the Oracle Arena in Oakland. Awesome. Now, how many of you are from the Bay Area originally? I am. Nadia, Noam, since yeah, you went too. to the mountain. Jeff, you're from uh, Georgia? Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jackie, where are you from? From from the Bay. And so how did you guys come together? Who wants to tell me your origin story? <laughs> Who wants to do it? <laughs> uh, maybe we can give like an abridged version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I guess it started off with... Um, with, with me and Jackie, uh, uh, we were jamming for a little while and then we were looking for a, a drummer and through some, some channels, we found Jeff, uh, <laughs> through some Craigslist channel, uh, Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he was a Craigslist find. Let's tell the truth to the American people. <laughs> yeah. If you're on Craigslist, you can still find a band. Yeah. And, and uh, Nadia joined recently, correct? A year that was a was a tinder find actually <laughs> you're not joking no no <laughs> no i i saw that she played bass we were looking for a bassist uh struck up the conversation and first thing i said this is our band uh what's your email <laughs> and from there it was it clicked in instantly i think she was the fifth bassist we tried out by far the best. She's been with them for about a year. Well, there's another uh, there's another promotion for Tinder, you know, other than using it for dating, you know. It's it's a it's another safe way to find a band member. Totally. <laughs> we'll try to hook you up for, you know, uh, Tinder promotions for their next ad campaign. <laughs> Please do. And uh, when did you start work on Canopy? Which is the name of the EP? Yeah, I mean, I think the first song that we wrote from there was in, like, a part of our set um, over a year and a half ago. Um, Save That's when we first started. Yeah, Save As, when we first started writing it. But we started writing and recording probably, like, um, or writing the rest and recording all of it probably, like, 10 months ago. So. so it was so you September. were so you were performing like save as prior mm -hmm. to the pandemic and yeah. then lockdown and uh and then you had 
time on your more a little more time on your hands to work on a project is that is that how the project germinated you decided that since you couldn't couldn't do anything else as a band you might as well totally. create, create yeah well we put together first after nadia joined the band we wanted to put out some music just to have something to show for our time so last december we put together sketching um the first single was the four of us and then at that time we were also beginning to record and we're writing the remainder of the songs and uh yeah it just came together song by song until we had five ready to release and how long did you take to record it and where did you record we have a very, um, let's say, DIY setup in our practice space. Um, so we just go in there and hope that there's no metal bands right next door. And um, yeah, we just record there one by one. And Jeff, Sometimes it bleeds. go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. Oh, I had nothing. I was going to say, were, I'm assuming you were in the Bay for this part. Yeah, yes. this uh, uh, secret studios. Ah, uh, thing was done there. Okay. Yeah, we all live in the Bay now, um, and we practiced here. I moved here the first full day I spent living in San Francisco. I moved down from Seattle in February 2019. My first full day here, I uh, met Noam and Jackie, and we pretty much instantly became a band. Honestly. That is awesome. Uh, and you had done, how many live shows would you say you had done before lockdown? I think at that point it was around 10 or so. Um, yeah, I think it was around there. So who wants to set up? We're going to play another song off the EP. This is Stomping Around the Attic. Who wants to set this up? I say Nadia. Nadia, set this up for us. Um, yeah, it's a song. It's, it's groovy and it's good. <laughs> Nadia wrote this one. So she's being humble. Say no more. This is Stomping Around the Attic from Flora Flora off their debut EP, Canopy.
Stomping Around the Attic, one of the songs off the brand new debut EP from Flora Flora. The EP is called Canopy, and I'm lucky enough to have all four members of Flora Flora joining me via Zoom this morning. Uh, How did you guys decide upon your sound? I feel like that naturally kind of came to be. I feel like the four of us have our favorite influences and they come together in some sort of complicated Venn diagram. Um, and so I think over time it just became more and more of a, like a feeling of like, this is us sort of. Um, and then one day we were like, I mean, we kept on kind of asking each other, like, what, what is this genre? What are we calling ourselves? And finally it came to be that, okay, this is, this is spice jazz. (laughs) Uh, then that's a good name for it although you know I had this conversation started with Mia Pixley who can't be defined by you know one word Um, nor can you is is my thing so what are you you know what genre did you uh, put down when you had to you know uh, you know upload your music to Spotify and Apple and whatnot they had pretty broad categories I think the one that uh, made the most sense was rock. Um, it was between that or jazz, and I think certainly we're maybe more rock than jazz, but who knows. Yeah, what's your feeling about having to be pigeonholed like that? Um, I'm not sure why they do it. I don't know. Um, I guess maybe overall not good, but... I don't think it's yeah I get you know it's solely for the algorithms I'm sure it's you know it, it doesn't necessarily describe the music so Noam what uh kind of influences did you bring to the band what what were you listening to at the time that that the band formed uh I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of math rock uh, <laughs> so I think that that's my that's my main influence I like really angular sounds and I like interesting chords and interesting time signatures and Nadia how about you 
Um, I was listening to a lot of D'Angelo and Prince. Um, anything that's like annoyingly groovy, I think I'm really into. It. I mean, so I mean, we're getting a sense of how how the four of you blend together. So with Gnome, with the math rock and the the that. And then we've got the funk and the and the R and B from Nadia. Jeff, what do, what were you listening to, and what do you think uh, your influences? What influences do you bring to the band? Honestly, my favorite genre these days is hip hop. Uh, that's mostly what I listen to. Lots of instrumental hip hop. Um, also, a lot of reggae. I, I have a close friend who introduced me to a lot of uh, that style of music over the course of making the album. Um, that influence is in there somewhere. Uh, lots of dance music and house music, especially older music, like the kind of funk and fuse stuff from the 90s, um, all over the board. Honestly. And Jackie? Um, I feel like I end up being drawn to um, vocals that are kind of dreamy, ethereal, um, a lot of like Angel Olsen and Kate Bollinger, and used to listen to tennis a lot. Um, so, yeah. What a great salad you guys put together i mean you know literally it's it's got a lot of everything which is what i really love um it's unexpected and i think that's is a term i used uh, this this week on instagram when i was promoting the show that it was just like unexpectedly jazzy and jammy and then you know dreamy and dream it, it's awesome um jackie did you were you a singer uh in other bands before this or in, you know, how to, are you a professional vocalist or, you know, it's... maybe in the, I, I think, yeah, the, the shower, I was, it was, <laughs> my, it was my main performance space. Um, but no, this is my first band. I was, I, I was always kind of involved in like singing in some way, but in the more kind of nerdy categories of musicals and choir, um, but and like an open mic here and there but um no this is my first band and gnome how about you was uh, this your I, first band or, or 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 have have you been you know doing this since you know junior high no no I, not since junior high but um i have been playing music for a while and i i was in a few bands in santa cruz when i was going to school there but okay give us the names of the bands those are always fun uh, <laughs> uh, my first band was yeti uh, cool. And the second band was Somatos. Uh, oh, I like that. But yeah, this is my first band since moving to San Francisco and getting out of college and whatnot. Awesome. Nadia, how about you? Uh, yeah, I've played music in some shape or form since I was a kid. Um, and I've played in like a few different projects. But this one feels like the most like committed, like, creative thing that I'm in, involved with so that's really cool so give us some of your former band names <laughs> um I don't know I don't want to oh, okay that's okay <laughs> it's it's a it, it's a question that some people are very comfortable with sharing and others aren't and Jeff how about you yeah um drums I've been playing about 10 years my first band was in Athens Georgia we were called Live Cultures and we played covers and then out of the ashes of that came Dead Cultures, also a cover band. My first serious band was there called Fat Neptune. Then I moved to Seattle and played with a group there called Perfect Families. And I met the guitarist of that band, uh, who's now, he actually mixed and mastered our album. So that was a very cool connection to make in Seattle. Um, but yeah, after I moved away from there, but yeah, shout out to Micah. Um, 
and and I think he's listening right now actually. And yeah, then when I moved to the Bay, I wanted to start from scratch, start a new band, and uh, was so lucky to meet all these people, Bay Area natives. It was exactly everything I hoped for. So out of the four of you, you kind of have the most experience with playing with numerous bands and and knowing what to do and what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I think I have an advantage. I'm also the oldest by a couple of years, but um, everyone brings everything. So I, I can't The oldest but age, but the youngest in spirit. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, who wants to yeah. set up item with quick shuffle? I think Gnome, you can. Gnome? You got it, Jackie. I'll do that. <laughs> um, this is a song that we kind of started just like jamming on gnome came in with a few um guitar riffs and it went from there but um i think it's just a song about um kind of coming out of a romantic um situation with someone where you feel like maybe you haven't been seen as you um and moving forward this is item with quick shuffle from flora flora you just see
Again, that's Item with Quick Shuffle. Off the debut EP called Canopy from the band Flora Flora, who is joining me live here on West of Twin Peaks Radio. You are listening to KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 FM, streaming at KXSF.FM. Uh, and as I said, uh, all four members of Flora Flora are with me this morning, and we're going to shout out Ellie Stokes, uh, Grublin, uh, for uh, that's how I found out about Flora Flora, and also from the uh, gigs you have set up. Uh, when did you start performing again after you know lockdown? So our first show back was an incredible night at the Milk Bar um, on June 25th. Um, actually, that was a show with Grublin that we played, too. And do you have some other shows set up? Yeah, our next one is at the New Farm, um, also through Ellie. Um, Big Leap Collective. <laughs> Shout out to Ellie and Big Leap. Go ahead. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, and we're playing at the New Farm on August 14th. And then we're super excited to have a show at Bottom of the Hill um, on September 9th. So um, did you did you ever did you ever have a was the Milk Bar kind of your EP release show or uh, you haven't really done anything, you know, specifically calling it that you're just kind of getting out there and doing your thing? Yeah. So we actually celebrated our release at Amato's, which oh, is yeah. an awesome venue. Um, that was on July 17th. Um, and yeah, that was also just such a fun night. Um, it sold out apparently, which was amazing to hear. Um, but that's where we, yeah, celebrated Canopy. And how can people find you, um, if they're looking for your music? Who wants to field that one? Everywhere. Spotify, (laughs) all the ones. Google. YouTube. Google. That's Google. the first. Yeah, that's the well, first yeah. response I've ever gotten. There's a, find us by just putting Google. Although you have to put, I I have to admit, you have to put Flora Flora San Francisco or band music because otherwise you'll get a whole bunch of stuff um, that's horticulture. You could add, <laughs> add quotes around it, or uh, also Bandcamp. That would be probably my number one. Shout out to Ben. And who wants to tell me why you called yourselves Flora Flora? No one. No one? <laughs> Is it a big <laughs> secret? <laughs> no one. No one. <laughs> oh. No one. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we just needed a, we needed a band name. We had a gig set up, uh, and we needed a band name for it because at that point we just didn't have one. So we all just got together and got very drunk and just went through a bunch of band names together. And eventually, as we were walking down the street pretty late at night, we decided on on flora e flora and then we were like well let's just get rid of the e and then it was just flora flora and there and you ha- go ahead jackie were, yeah we were just i mean we were hanging out with our friends that night we were all together um so it's also a nice kind of context for that name to be birthed out of a good memory a good memory <laughs> well we're going to close with one more song off the ep called don't lift a finger thank you so much all four of you for taking the time um we, we kind of went through a, a funny 
a funny Instagram message thing in which uh, Flora Flora was going to be here this week and then in October and then in September. So I'm so happy we were able to pull it together for today and that you were able to join me and we could play so much of your album. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your stories and your music with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And best of luck at your shows coming up. <laughs> Thank you. This is, Do this is Don't Lift a Finger from Flora Flora off Canopy. Take care, everybody. Be well. Mask up.
Again, huge shout out to Flora Flora for joining me today via Zoom. That's Don't Lift a Finger. Their debut EP is called Canopy. Look them up on Bandcamp, Flora Flora. And you are listening to KXSF LP San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at kxsf.fm. Community Music Center is a San Francisco vital hub for music education and performance anchored in the city's Mission District and the Outer Richmond. Founded in 1921, CMC is a nonprofit organization providing high-quality music instruction to anyone, regardless of financial means, and inspiring students to reach their fullest potential. For information on classes, summer camps, or how you can help CMC enrich scholarships for in-need students, go to sfcmc.org. Continuing on with a hyper-local music segment. This is Geographer, brand new music called Hollow Do You.
Again, brand new music from the Bay Area. That's Oakland's geographer with Hollow Do You. I believe he's working on a longer project. Maybe we can get him in, in here in the studio. More new music from a former guest artist from a couple of weeks ago. This is Cat's Roar, the duo from Oakland. This is their new single, At the Bottom. They've got a longer project due out soon, too. Very Fleetwood Mac-ish. Look out. There's trouble in these walls. Which way the ship goes Only two paths in these wild, wild waters But I don't think we'll make it out alive tonight Tonight, tonight Straight ahead is a monster
That's new music from the couple Katie and Rory from the East Bay. Together they are Cat's Roar. And that's their new single, At the Bottom. I've got one more song coming up right after this. Support for KXSF comes from McCarthy's Irish Bar in San Francisco's West Portal neighborhood. McCarthy's is open for back deck, socially distanced seating, food from Franco's Latin Table, and drinks. Enjoy a pint and some sports on the big screen or just chill under the heat lamps. McCarthy's Irish Bar is located just up from the tunnel at 46 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. Thank you, Eileen. See you at happy hour. That about does it for me today. Daniel Everett is in next with Folk Law, followed by Gage with Off the Hook. I close with music from Shadow Basket, a group from Santa Cruz who will be my guest artist next week here on West of Twin Peaks Radio. This song is called Four Roses. Take care of yourself, everybody. Mask up. Be smart. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Friday. Again, this is Shadow Basket with Four Roses. I've been cooking in the pot there all night long. Turn me up hot and on. Write a song. Yeah, I've been listening to you talking there all night too. Telling her secrets about All day and night I'll sell my face away